Hot tomato soup. Tomato soup. I'm not. Yeah, I get it. Brian, if only you were more sophisticated. How's that, that for sophistication, that was, bro? That was a good like one. that? That was a good uh, pop off. There you go. This is And Another Thing. This is our podcast where we drink, everyone talks, and mm. we kind of argue with everyone. And then everyone wins. Uh, I am Brendan. I'm Brian. And I'm still Vargas. Well, thank you for pointing. Nice. <laughs> that was uh, nice. Let me tell you, we had this running joke in PT school where, because the basic layout of PT school was you went to lecture, you learned a lot, you went to labs, learned a lot of hands-on, hands-on skills, then you had tests on both. Where you constantly just learn that stuff. Should we just all wore shorts and sweats constantly? People who wore jeans to PT school, we made fun of them because we we're like, what the fuck are you dressed up for? I feel very <laughs> dressed up in my jeans right now. You're sitting in oh, funeral yeah. attire yeah. at a podcast. Let me tell you. And I feel very awkward because I, I only, only because all of my <laughs> outfit is made out of cloth. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you the last time we podcasted where I didn't have shorts or sweats on. So yeah. yeah. I feel very out of place right now. I feel yeah. very dressed up for this podcast. Okay. You look nice. Thank you, you so thank you. I you, appreciate it. You look that. like you're on vacation. I, I feel like I'm on vacation, even though it's fifty degrees outside. Very so. important. No big deal. And actually, thank God it's we finally got to cool off because this room we don't have to have the fan on <laughs> oh, and we're not yeah. pouring sweat. <laughs> That's true. That's why uh, I go with the cloth pants. Right. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um okay so this week or this episode of and another thing we are going to talk because Vargas is the only one of us who has seen the Joker at this time. Um, I'm going to plan on seeing it after this episode is out and everything like that. So uh, I want to hear Vargas. But we're not going to talk about that. Too we're much. not right, going to dive right. too much. We have other things that we want to springboard off of that because well, of here, comments that Todd Phillips has made and other things about uh, art and, and culture impact. And, and, like and I say this with all sincerity. The Joker is not a movie that deserves a podcast exactly. so di- dedicated so, to it. So give us like truly. There's some things about it because again, I remember talking to you guys a while back about um, uh, Todd Phillips wrote the script, and then as they were filming it, they were like rewriting it yeah. constantly. Oh, yeah. And the shoot, one of the shooting scripts that I had read a long time ago was um, stuff that had happened and things that made me go, "Okay, what the fuck are we doing here?" Um, which I, as I've read what little bit I've read about it, cause yeah. again, I want to, I want to save a lot of spoilers until I go see it is that a lot of stuff from the shooting script again, because they were rewriting it and shooting it and things like that and shooting as they went, they changed a lot of stuff, which is fine. Yeah. Um, I'm coming from, from the very beginning when they first announced a Joker movie. I don't think a Joker standalone movie is necessary to begin with. And two, I don't think someone like, Whatever Todd Phillips, someone like Todd Phillips is saying, the man who has helmed the three Hangover movies, movies like Road Trip and other things like that, I don't think someone like him is prepped or ready enough to have something big to say in a context of a movie like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so since, Vargas, you have seen it, I'm curious what your thoughts are just about the movie in general and then other things related to that. So it's... I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to spoil anything. And again, I don't think this movie is good enough to right. warrant the attention that it's gotten sure. and the conversations right. that have sparked because of it. And, and you know, you hear about the, it got a standing ovation at the Venice bubble. Everything gets standing ovations at fucking yeah, right. and Venice right. and stuff like that. But yeah. like it's, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's, it's fine. But again, my, my stance was confirmed walking out of that movie is that it was, 
it was a crime movie. It was a movie with a Joker skin. Right. Like, it was basically Taxi Driver right. with the Joker. Todd in Phillips it. has been very upfront with, he told Walking Phoenix, that's how he got him into this movie, was right. we're going to remake the King of Comedy, and we're going to get DC movies to pay for it. Right. Like, Warner Brothers to pay for it. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, every, like, the t- like they were very upfront with Martin Scorsese was a pro- executive producer. Right. He's been attached to it. Fuck him, by the way, for his recent comments. Yeah, but- I, <clears throat> that's kind of unfair, I think, of him to say that, that kind of shit. Yeah. And I know James Gunn has come out and said... Well, he's also 78 years old or whatever. Yeah, he, he doesn't get it. He doesn't have time for... Who's that? <laughs> why Why are you clapping? <laughs> Look, I've never heard a more spot-on Martin Scorsese that's, impression. That's really I don't even know what he sounds like. Oh, he he's, sounds like that. He's from New York. Uh, who's that? Up on the screen there. Right. <laughs> um, I'm walking I'm walking in. I'm walking in. No, I'm Scorsese I'm Scorsese in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Christopher Walken joke. It's a Christopher right? Walken joke. <laughs> so I, yeah, yeah, I want to move past Joker, but I do, I do want to talk about number one, Todd Phillips' comments about not being able to be funny. Yeah, so Todd Phillips has all—he's always been a bro, and he reminds me a lot of people what? like the Mad Mc, Kind, McG, and these these like guys who make these movies with comedy bits that are offensive or out of touch. You know what I mean? Well, that, they're the type of guys yeah. like I, I read a really funny like breakdown of like um, Todd Phillips movies where essentially his style of comedy is from the hangover movies is watching something crazy gay at a place happen and your three straight leads going. That's weird. That's his comedy. That's essentially well, what the comedy okay, is. Okay. So for anyone who's unaware Todd Phillips made a comment about mm-hmm. comedy specifically saying, and I correct me if I'm wrong in today's quote, woke culture, right? You can't make comedy or something along the lines of go try and be funny in today's woke culture. Yeah. Right. And again, my first thought, so to, yeah, to so, your point, Brendan, yeah. well, my first thought was, this is a dude whose big breakout movie was The Hangover, right. and in the first 10 minutes, someone screams, paging Dr. Faggot! Again, so okay, <laughs> so, so, to, so to kind of center it back again, his full quote was, you're, you kind of nailed it, yeah. go try to be funny nowadays with this woke culture. There were articles written about why comedies don't work anymore. I'll tell you why, because all these fucking funny guys are like, fuck this shit, because I don't want to offend you. It's hard to argue with 30 million people on Twitter. You just can't do it, right? So you just go, I'm out. So but that's what, there's so a like, really telling thing in his quote about how one woke culture and social justice warriors and all that shit right. is a very like specific thing he's saying. And then also saying fucking funny guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like his idea of comedy is men, to right, a point, right. being funny. And all of his movies essentially have been about men, again, straight men, looking at something weird, like out of line. Not even weird, just weird to that character. Correct. Right, right. And going... Uncomfortable. Yikes, yeah. that's, I'm uncomfortable now. Let's make comedy out of this. And I, I, and I think based on this quote alone and like the whole idea of things like you know, the Harvey Weinstein shit and all this other stuff that's going on in, in movie culture in general of like, it's been such a boys club for so long that they've been able to get away with essentially whatever they want to. Right. And it's like, now we're getting to the point of white men, white straight men 
are getting to a point where it's like, well, fuck, man, I, I can't, I'm not allowed to say what I truly feel and what actually makes me tick right. as a joke. And now I can't be funny anymore. Or to a point, there's guys who say, you know, say something very offensive and go, no, 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 I'm just joking. Right. And that's right. a Lighten huge... up! That's yeah. a joke! Yeah, that's a huge yeah. fucking problem. Because right. I was talking to Brian, whenever Brian brought this up earlier, I was telling him how I went and saw Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer uh, live not too long ago. Yeah. And Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer tell funny fucking jokes. They tell stuff that... It, I mean... To put it lightly, it can be offensive to people. However, they're very upfront with like, God damn it, these are jokes. Like we are telling jokes that have a punchline that just happen to have people of other races, cultures, things like that in them. But they're not right? they're not mean spirited. Correct. And and that's what I think is the big difference in this whole idea of, you know, and, and again, to, real fast, let me talk about these two things first and then I'll we'll dive into some other stuff. But like Burt Kreischer had this really interesting thing to say before he opened a show where he basically was like, you know, he set up this this funny fucking joke about how, you know, these days a lot of the outrage culture and the offensive shit that's going on in the world is not me saying something to you and you being offended or a joke to you and you being offended. It's this guy over here hears it and goes, hey, man, you should be offended. I'll be offended for you. Right. And that is a, that's another huge problem in this world where Bert Kreischer then went into this joke about how he's like, okay, you know, I tell jokes that's the whole point of my, my thing as a comedian is tell jokes. Some of them can be construed as offensive and they might be offensive. If they are and you feel like this joke specifically of this hypothetical situation that right. didn't happen is offensive, come and talk to me. He's like, I will happily, happily hear you. I will listen to you. I want to know what makes you upset or angry about this joke. However, don't come to me and say, hey, this thing that this person said made me upset for that other person. Right. Because that's bullshit. And I think this whole thing with Todd Phillips is bullshit because him saying men can't make comedy or we can't make comedy anymore. When there's shit like shit's Creek out the good place out, which is fucking phenomenal comedy. Taika Taika with Hitler in his new movie in Jojo rabbit is like getting rave reviews because it's a good goddamn comedy. Right. He retweeted. Uh, Todd Phillips quote, by the way, and it was very funny. Right. Well, didn't he say this guy's funny? Like, yeah. In his like, something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. it's like you had this, this again, this is why I, we opened it up with saying Todd Phillips is the type of bro yeah. who like thinks the idea of funny is doing something offensive and going, no, no, no. But that was a joke though. And right. there's a difference between doing, saying something offensive or wrong and saying, no, 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 that was a joke. And as opposed to one, you can make comedy that's, pure and light and vanilla and funny. No big deal. Whereas like guys like Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer, uh, Daniel Tosh, um, Daniel Sloss had a good Daniel Sloss disabled sister. Correct. Where he says, yeah, Daniel Sloss dives in this whole thing about how he has a sister that has passed away who is disabled. And he starts telling a joke or something like that. Or he opens up with talking about the sister and he's like, listen, these are jokes about this sister. My sister do not feel sorry for me because of her. That's not what this, the point yeah. of this was. And he even dives into like a joker. He says something and people go, oh, he's like, fuck you. Like, right. this is not the point of this. Like, this is a goddamn joke. And so I think there's a big difference in like, if people like Todd Phillips, and this is what the whole point of this is, is people like Todd Phillips want to get up there and say like, I want to make fun of gay people. I want to make fun of all these other weird things anything, that anything. I don't yeah. understand and say it and then go, no, 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 you don't get it. That was a joke. Whereas like people who are like funny 
and not trying to be offensive, but they're coming at it from a point of this is comedy. This is a joke. We can make things funny and make light of things and it not be offensive. Well, it's Daniel Tosh had that joke years years ago ago about there's no funny rape joke. And it's like, yes, there is like, yeah, they're obvious. You can make fun of anything with, you you don't want to use context as the justification, but it's, it's like you're saying, if you're not trying to, you're not singling anyone out. It's not mean spirited. Correct. It's not. And that's what like targeted when the whole Dino Tosh thing came up a long time ago. And again, I can't remember it was exactly. Like 2011. It was so yeah. long ago, and that was like I feel like a turning point in comedy because like people started to walk out of Dino Tosh shows or started to go like, yeah. wait, comedians can't be this way. And it's like, yeah, dude, some comedians are are that way where they're purposely offensive and they're saying shit that they shouldn't say, not for the purpose of a joke, but just to fucking go out there right. and say like, hey. Some these people are awful. Whereas Dana Tosh, like, I'm, if I'm can't remember right, and I can Google it real quick if we can vamp for a little bit. But I'm pretty positive Dana Tosh's joke was about yeah, basically like, hey, there's no such thing as a funny rape joke. Rape isn't funny. But let's dive into rape jokes. Yeah, right. You know that was this whole thing where, and then people fucking lost their minds about, hey, you can't joke about rape. And Dana Tosh's thing was like. I just fucking said right. like, yeah, rape is awful, but you can't like, there are funny things to say about this awful fucking thing that, that we can talk about. Right. You know what I mean? Hey Brian, what's up? Wow, I've just been seeing a lot of people give to charities lately, so I'm trying to fit in, but I can't find one that I get anything out of. Um, are you looking for something more than the intrinsic happiness you get from helping others? Yes. Yes. I'm dead inside. So I want something tangible. Let's put a pin in that, Uh, but I think I have something for you. Have you heard of Hope Clothing here in Kansas City? I have not, but it does sound super cool and hip even. It is. They work with KC tattoo artists who design shirts that benefit local Kansas City charities like Greenworks and Rosebrooks. They even plant a tree for every shirt sold to help the world stop burning. Wow, that is amazing. Sounds like I'm going to be paying like $100 for a shirt, though. Way less. In fact, if you use promo code DEBATE10 at checkout, you can save an additional 10%. Uh, I've heard enough. Where can I find these kick-ass shirts? Easy. HopeClothingKC.com. They even offer free shipping. Uh, Where? HopeClothingKC.com. Right, but where is that? The internet. Oh, nice! Okay, that's the end of the bit. HopeClothingKC.com. The promo code is DEBATE10. So it, Vargas's uh, initial lead off. Yeah. Was can art be oh, yeah. dangerous? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on this. You've well, been I think. Silent. Well, you guys have been talking a lot. <laughs> it's true. We have a lot I of hot think, air. I think <laughs> it can, but okay. not. Um, I mean, because there's been the whole thing with movie shootings. Right. And that was the reason that this got hype, because the Joker is... I don't know why you would pick the Joker as a character, which I know technically they didn't. They just slapped a skin on. Yeah. Why you would pick him to be the star, the protagonist in the movie. So the, so for those who don't know, this was... Um, Bill is kind of like this, this incel... Involuntary yeah. celibate mm-hmm. um, yeah. thing, which are people who ha- who take they're not getting laid, and they are angry at women who are not laying them. Literally, L- that's, that's the a thing. thing. That's Look the up thing. incel. Yeah. Just Google it, and you'll get a quick and dirty of it. Uh, they're fucking horrible people. But they, uh, this is what it was kind of worried about because in like the trailers and everything, you get the sense that he is mad at his girlfriend or someone that doesn't love him back. He loves this woman. 
he kills her. I mean, this is all kind of gleaned from the trailers and stuff. And um, people actually do that shit. People right. stalk women online, and when they don't reciprocate, those people die. So, like, there that that is that that was the the danger. But again, that's not the art being danger. That's uh, these the people receiving the art, globbing onto it and becoming and using it as a tool or using it as saying. I mean, the same thing with violent video games. There's no evidence ever to support that any violence has been carried out in real life because of video games. Well, that yeah. So so that's the whole. I mean, the the classic quote is from uh, Mark Twain, Samuel Clemens. He said, um, "Censoring censoring literature is like telling a man he can't have a steak because a baby can't eat it." Right. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So so it's kind of the same. Jumping off what you're saying. Art is not inherently anything. Right. It just is someone's idea through a medium. The danger comes when that art is interpreted by someone. Regardless if it's interpreted correctly or incorrectly. Right. Well, right. Yeah. It, it, right. Because interpretation is, isn't... Kind of what makes it art. It's right. Because perception is reality, right? So regardless of what I intend my message to be mm-hmm. through my art, there is no inherent good, evil, danger, safe, yeah. whatever, because it's all in interpretation. So the burden is on the consumer to recognize that art shouldn't right. incite violence. Right, be- right? Because, like <laughs> because it's one of those things that like like you guys talked about. I've played violent video games my whole life. I've played violent or watched violent movies my whole life, and I've never had violent thoughts or actions, things like that. Right. You know what I mean? And so interpretation is a big part of it, but I also think it's the cr- on the creator as like a crux of presenting it as like am I tr- am I just purposely putting things out there like like Steam had a whole thing a while ago about they started putting guidelines out because a developer put out a game about rape. And basically the whole object of the game was there is this uh, uh, like end of days apocalyptic thing that happens and your goal is out there to gather women up and create a new human race. And you start raping Seriously? and you rape women. And Steam had to come out and be like, we're not going to put fucking put this game on our service because it's literally about raping women. That, right. What is what in that is inherently about art? I was you know yeah. What I mean? That's what I was gonna say. Is Basically, like, there's nothing inherently artistic Correct. about that because you're just putting. And again, I think this this is like the domino effect to movies and comedians and filmmakers like Todd Phillips. Where, dude, if you're just fucking putting out things because in your heart you are a homophobic, like woman hating, like person. And that's what you're presenting as as comedy. Then go fuck yourself because that's that's not inherently funny. If you're again, I think it it dies into this whole thing of like, no 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 no, I'm gonna say we're gonna make fun of gay people, but then no no no, it's a joke. Like don't back up that that's a right, joke. Right. That I think there's a there's this weird. I hate to use the word slippery slope. But there's this weird slippery slope about that shit like that, and I think it comes from not only people who are interpreting this shit and ability to take a joke or do things like that. But it also comes from the people who are creating this shit. And if they don't come from a place of, hey, man, like, we're going to, 
come from a good place and like try to get people on board with what I'm trying to say or this joke or this like statement about something and just put out shit that's just going to malign and hurt people. I think, um, so a good example that I brought up to Brendan earlier mm-hmm. in, in Todd Phelps. So using the F word completely. So paging Dr. Faggot, yeah. right? That's f- for the audience. That is supposed to be the laugh. That's supposed to be right. the joke, right? Just the word. Oh, well, you call this straight friend the F word. Right. Oh, man, that's so funny. Which originally, I guess, Bradley Cooper did a bunch of paging Dr. Douchebag. Which is so much funnier. Alliteration, man. <laughs> right. Way better. Dr. Douchebag yeah. is so much, God, so so much funnier. funnier. But he used that. It's unfamiliar to me and all the people I know. So I'm going to use the F word. Because being gay right, is weird. Right. It's weird. Oh, yeah. guys, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, He's not gay, but I'm going to call him a slur for gay person because... Because that's funny. that's funny. That's derogatory yeah. and that's funny. Right. Whereas Always Sunny in Philadelphia has been on 14 <laughs> years, yeah. right? They also use... And this is on network... Well, I mean, a satellite television. Yeah. Right? But they used also the word faggot. And they made a whole commentary about it and right. turned the whole episode to revolve around that. And they said it multiple times, but it was never said just, just because right. that's the word. And, and this is funny because I'm calling a straight person that, and that's an insult to that straight person. Right. It was used as commentary, and it gave both sides of like, like, what, like one of the characters was a straight person. And they're like, what? He is. Because the, the, he called a gay person right. that word. And the gay person is like, and they had actually a really good, there was a really good monologue that like explained why it's not okay and everything. Yeah. But they did it with cop. The whole fucking episode is, right. is a comedy episode. Everyone who's seen Always Sunny in Philadelphia knows it's comedy. No one's going to, no one had to defend the use, the way it was used right. because the context was clear and there was no way that that art could have been misinterpreted. Right. Nor was it intended mm-hmm. to be malicious. So art can be dangerous in the way that guns can be dangerous, right? A gun sure. is just a gun, but when it's given to the wrong person, right. it's dangerous. Same thing with art. A painting is a painting. But if somebody looks at a painting and says, yes, all women are bad, that painting isn't dangerous. Right, right. But that person is dangerous. Right, but it's all interpretation. Yeah, yeah. so... Yeah, inherently, I don't think art is dangerous, but people blame art right. when things go south. Right. So, I don't know. Because people are idiots. People are very dumb. Much like Three. Debates on Tap episode, <laughs> people fuck everything up. Right. <laughs> um, I, I like to think about... I think we're a dangerous podcast, you guys. We're pretty dangerous. Can you imagine if someone cited us in their fucking... Like, Man- Man- think Manifesto. about it, though, yeah. Oh, but think about it, the, the exposure. Oh, man. <laughs> Is there any, um, because now I'm curious about, is there any medium, whether it be video games, um, comics, uh, shows, movies, anything like that, that you've ever been offended by? Or have have been like, dude, this isn't for me. I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not going to I've definitely said, I've definitely watched, I think the, the most recent one was Chappelle. His newest, newest one. Interesting. Yeah, I've heard people talk about this. I wasn't offended, I seen it. but I was definitely like, yikes, man. You can't, oof, yeah. you're going to get some heat for that. Right. But it, in my heart, I was like, well, this, you know, he's famous for that. To, well, he's famous for a lot of things, but, yeah. but 
controversially, he's famous for um, making fun of the trans community. A- a- trans and Asian people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he opens a lot of his jokes about Asian people because his wife is Asian. And that's the problem is that he yeah. it, he's it's falling back on that trope of, no, 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 no. One of my friends is, yeah, is Asian, so and, it's okay. And Dave Chappelle has made these trans-Asian jokes for years. years. So long. So fucking long. Which, but, and ahead. when we saw Tom Segura, by the way, right. he went into that, uh, his retard bit. Right. And he dove. He's like, guys, I can grow. Yeah. And he's like, I actually did have conversations and this is, yeah. this is what I learned about it. Right. So now I actually don't say that word anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, uh, what was your original question? <laughs> <laughs> I've, have you ever been offended? Yes. Have you ever been um, offended? And, but you talked about how Dave Chappelle like started going on the trans people and things like that. Yeah. And, and I know Ricky Gervais, um, had that great bit about, um, uh, Caitlyn Jenner being uh, like a hero mm. for the trans community, but she didn't do a lot for women drivers right. that year because yeah, yeah. she killed someone. Correct. She, uh, she actually did. She, she really ran over <laughs> yeah. someone. Um, so, I mean, that is a joke where it involves a trans person, but the bit is not about transsexuals at all. Right. It's about, it, it's playing off other tropes, gender tropes. Yeah, and, yeah right. Women right? drivers. Ha-ha. Women drivers. Ha-ha. Right. But that, but even, but even then it wasn't, to me, the, at least, it wasn't like the joke is a is playing off of a stereotype, right? Like that's right. the funny part, right? And <laughs> and the fact that she's never been a, been a role model, and the, the fact all, that she I mean, is, all that stuff. now people are like, oh, Caitlyn being trans, that's great. It's like no, 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 no. She's no. always been an awful person. Yeah. <laughs> I, so I don't think that I've ever, man. I'm trying to think. That's what I'm trying to think too because there's never. It's not that I've always prided myself in not being offended because things don't offend me. Right. It's much like you were saying earlier, like where I don't get offended on a ha- on behalf of people. And, and, I'm just sort of like, you probably and, shouldn't and say again, that, man. I, I think that's the biggest problem is that, and again, I don't want to argue for whatever, blah, 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 but I would say much like Bert said, you know, my good friend, Bert. Yeah. 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 Much <laughs> like you and Bert go way back. Much like Bert Kreischer said, you know, people get offended for, for other people. Or they think like, oh my and god, that sounds bad. So I, I should be offended. People have been tweeting about that. I should be this way. The, yeah. di- the distinct difference is, is bringing awareness to someone. Like I've watched a lot of movies, read mm-hmm. a lot of comic books, right. read a lot of books that have been that have taken me back mm-hmm. and like, wow, that was something. You yeah. know, like you watch it <laughs> right. and it's like this is. I can understand right, right. why someone would not yeah. want to consume this media, but the difference between being offended because someone else could be offended right. and being aware that someone could be offended, you know, like yeah. it's a thin line. Yeah, it is. But I think wrapping all this up, going back to it, it's having that awareness of saying paging Dr. Faggot, is that funny? Yeah. Inherently, no. Why? Inherently, yeah, no. Right. Why, what why, is the joke? Why? Like, wh- yeah, exactly. And I think that's a big part of it is, where is the joke? Why is this funny? <laughs> like, where is this coming from, like, as a joke, right? Right. Like, I'm just reading some stuff about how, like, think back whenever the Chappelle show started. One of their first shows they had, the, I think in literally the first episode, was the blind black man who was a oh my god? god. Yeah. <laughs> think about that. Like, think of how yeah. like Dave Chappelle is very upfront with like I had to fucking fight Comedy Central 
tooth and nail to put that in here about a black blind man who thinks he's a who's white, a white plant, supremacist. White supremacist. Yeah. And that's what like I'm reading about Anthony Jeselnik, who is one of the most <laughs> offensive people out there in how he just insults people, like whatever he wants to, he does whatever, like says whatever he wants in the form of one, it's a joke. And two, it's funny. Like he, like in, in, I don't know if you've ever seen the Jesselnik offensive, his show from like a few years ago. In the first episode, he does cancer-related stand-up to cancer patients. <laughs> and That's rough. The, and, it, and again, it's fucking hilarious because he's making light of like, there's this fucking awful thing happening to you. We don't have to let it, let it control your it's life. It's not your fault. It's not right. your fucking fault. And I think that's going back, and again, like Vargas said, we gotta wrap this up. But people like Daniel Sloss, like, I, I love that whole idea of like, it's not your thing. It's how I perceive it. And I'm just telling you my experience. I'm telling you my joke. Well, even going back further, you let's look, go back further. You look at stuff like Blazing Saddles. It's <laughs> it's it's my dad's favorite movie. A lot of those jokes could not be made today. Yeah. But none of the jokes specifically like the racial jokes. Correct. Right. None of them are you're black and that's funny. Right. It's right. it's using someone's right. So a feature that someone has in context. Again, it's playing off like one of my favorite jokes is how are we going to get these guys over here to fight us? Oh, let's pull you out and say, hey, where are the white women at? Oh, my God. It's That's one of the favorite. best goddamn jokes in the movie yeah. because it's playing on, hey, these guys are white supremacists. They're going to come beat you up. And they're yeah. going to come and beat you up for calling out, like asking where the white right. women at. Or, or the scene where the sheriff's approaching the town. <laughs> the sheriff's out and then the bell rings. Yeah. And it's like, the sheriff is near. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's coming. And then, yeah, exactly. And then the whole thing where he, afterwards, Gene Wilder's like comforting that character, and he's like, listen, man, they've never seen black right. people. They don't know anything about... And again, that whole movie is built upon, hey, this is the 1800s. People hated black people. Right. Let's, what Let's happens if we put a black, yeah. people, like right. black guy as a sheriff? And it's, it's a phenomenal movie. So, just Our next podcast is going to be us quoting Blazing Saddles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be our running commentary on yeah, Blazing yeah. Saddles. I guess to put a cap on things... Cap it. Yeah. There's going to be someone who's upset about everything. Dude. And his name is Andy Vargas. And I think because of social media and the platform to say whatever you want, whenever you want, people are going to be offended. Yeah. Um, so just, I don't know, just try to be kind. Don't, don't be a dick and lighten up. Are we saying both? I guess we're saying both. <laughs> Sometimes... A hammer. A little, little bit of one, a little bit of the other. <laughs> I did. So I'm not, we're not going to dive into cancel culture. Mm. Uh, but it's I saw, stupid. I saw a thing that, that was very funny and we'll go ahead and end on this. It, it was, uh, people are, are so quick to use the term cancel culture mm -hmm. when what they really mean is consequences. That's a good way to put it. Quote, but um, uh, but other than that, where can you find us? You can find us on email at debates on fans <laughs> at gmail.com. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. <laughs> I stumbled through it, Nailed but it, it got there. You can find us on Twitter at debates on tap. You can find us on Instagram at debates on pictures. Don't tweet us any offensive Don't. jokes, please. I mean, this is not what we wanted. We <laughs> love do. we love to be funny. We love funny shit, but don't just tweet us offensive bad things. Just to be offensive. Yeah. <laughs> you can ask our opinion on it. We love and we'll present that God as fact. It. We we love to have <laughs> our, we love opinions. That's why we started a podcast with each other. So, all right, guys. Well, bye.